Welcome to the Marketing Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Angie Ginsler, and I teach you how to get more traffic, leads, and sales without the hustle and headache. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the Marketing Coach Podcast. I am your host, Angie Gensler, and I am so excited to have you joining me for today's episode. Now, I am recording this live on YouTube, so if you want to be part of a live recording, then head over to my YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button so that you get notified next time I go live to record an episode. So today's episode is all about LinkedIn, and I'm going to help you figure out if LinkedIn is the right place for you to be marketing your business or not. And so this is the third episode in my social media series. And so if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, you can go back and check those out. The first one really talks about how to figure out what's the right channel for you. There's some certain questions you need to answer and also talks about the importance of really narrowing your focus to one channel. The second episode is all about Facebook, and today is all about LinkedIn. So let's dig in and talk a little bit about LinkedIn. Now, if you are a a total newbie, LinkedIn is a really great place for the business community, for business professionals. And you kind of have, your profile is kind of like a resume. So instead of a typical profile like you would have on let's say Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, where you maybe just have a few sentences about yourself and a link to your website. Maybe, you know, there's a few other identifying factors about yourself. LinkedIn is a full resume about your past work history, your education, your experiences. So there's a lot that you can build into your profile and it makes for a really great professional network. So it's great for job hunters. And that's how most people primarily think of LinkedIn. They think it's just a place to go if you're looking for a job, but that is absolutely not the case. It is actually still a really great place for business owners to be, to help you figure out if you should be there. Let's talk through those three questions though. In that first episode, I talked about there's three questions that you have to answer in order to figure out the best channel for your business. So let's walk through those for LinkedIn. The first question is, who is your ideal customer and where do they hang out? So I have some stats to share with you about LinkedIn. And I also have a really great website that has lots of data and statistics. So I will put a link to that website within the show notes. So you can check that out and dig deeper into the stats and the demographics of LinkedIn. But here's a few of the more high-level demographics. Um, LinkedIn currently has 756 million users, and about half of them are active every single month. So they're on the platform regularly. Uh, 74% of users come from outside the United States. So this is not just a United States platform. It's pretty big all around the world. And of all the users, 25 to 34 is the highest age group. So they consist of 60% of the platform. And that number actually really surprised me. I thought it would be an older demographic, but when I dug a little bit deeper into the data in the United States, the biggest range is actually 34 to 55. And so in the U.S., 
people 34 to 55 make up 71% of users. So I think that that kind of tells me it's a younger demographic outside of the United States that's using LinkedIn. But it's tending to trend a little bit younger as those age ranges are starting to enter the workforce, right? They need to also have a LinkedIn profile and they're jumping on like wildfire. Okay, of all the users, 57% are male, but really that kind of tells me it's still a pretty fairly equal male to female ratio. Um, the average income of users is 46,000. Again, that's the that's worldwide users. So if you want to know a little bit more detail about your specific um, targeting area, maybe your country, you'll have to dig a little deeper into the data. And there are, this is really cool, there are 61 million senior level influencers and 65 million decision makers on LinkedIn. So that tells you that there is a really huge pool of people who are able to influence a decision or make the dis- a buying decision. So if you are trying to sell something, you've got a great audience on LinkedIn of people who have that ability to go buy that item. The other interesting thing that I saw about LinkedIn, 80% of the engagement on content comes from mobile. So that means people who are liking things or commenting on things, maybe they're sharing things, clicking, 80% of that activity people are doing from their mobile devices, which is really fascinating. And then 80% of B2B, so business to business, social media leads are coming from LinkedIn, which is so powerful. So what all of this tells you is that if you are a company trying to reach other business owners, so if you are in B2B sales, you need to be on LinkedIn. It is the place to be. That's how you're going to reach the decision makers and the senior level influencers. It's going to happen on LinkedIn. It's a really powerful platform. Now, if you are not selling to other businesses, then LinkedIn may or may not be the right place for you. But we'll talk about that a little more as we go through the rest of these questions. So the second question that you want to answer to determine if LinkedIn is the right fit for your business is which platform fits your style. So let's talk about the style of LinkedIn a little bit. So some of the data of LinkedIn says that long form content performs the best on LinkedIn. And by long form content, they meant 1900 words or more. That ties into a really great feature of LinkedIn, which I'll talk a little bit about in just a bit, but they have a really incredible publishing feature. So I'll get to that later. But the long form content is what performs the best on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn makes up more than 50% of all social traffic to B2B websites and blogs. So this is also super powerful. If your company, again, if you are trying to sell something to other businesses, other business owners, um, you are selling in that B2B space. If you create content on your website, LinkedIn is definitely a place you need to be because this study showed that 50% of all traffic to those types of websites is coming, and this is social traffic, is coming from LinkedIn. So it's really great. The other neat thing about LinkedIn, how-to posts, list posts, um, articles, long-form content, 
that tends to perform the best. So with LinkedIn, we're not talking about like TikTok style videos. I mean, videos do perform well on LinkedIn, but not the type of videos that you tend to see on Instagram and on TikTok. That's not what we're talking about. If you want to share a video on LinkedIn, it would be more of like a how-to or a helpful tutorial that you're going to be sharing on LinkedIn. Something that would really help solve the problem of your ideal customer and or addresses an issue within your industry or within your niche. The content on LinkedIn is also not very personal. As I mentioned earlier, your profile is like your resume and it's a place for professionals to be. So you don't want to be sharing really personal posts. Don't, you know, share a picture of your family outing from the weekend. I mean, you can. I'm not saying you absolutely cannot share that type of content on LinkedIn, but that tends not to be really what the platform is about. So the nice thing about that is that a lot of people, that fits their style perfectly. They don't want to be sharing all the personal ins and outs and details of their personal life. Some people like to keep their personal life very separate from their professional life or from their business. And so LinkedIn is a really great platform then if that's your style, if you want to just bring a more professional side to yourself and you don't want to, you know, let them see all the inner details of your personal life. LinkedIn is great for that. Um, the other thing is LinkedIn is really great too for just sharing articles, sharing information. So if you love to consume news, especially about your industry, uh, LinkedIn is a great place for you because then you can just hit share and boom, now you've shared a post and it's a super easy way to be sharing content and positioning yourself as the expert on LinkedIn. That's not something you can do on Instagram very easily. You can't read an article and be like, oh, this is great. You know, I'm going to share this to Instagram. That doesn't work. So LinkedIn is great for that. It's also, you can, when I say you want to separate the personal and the professional, when you're sharing photos on LinkedIn, I, I want you to keep in mind too, it doesn't have to be strictly all about business or strictly all about articles and content. You can have a personal side to it while keeping your personal life out of it. So bringing in the personal side could be sharing photos of your team, maybe some of your employees, sharing stories about them, sharing photos and stories about your customers, maybe a customer testimonial, you could share that. Um, you can share images of inspiring quotes that you think would resonate with your ideal customer and your audience. You could share fun questions to kind of lighten the mood and give people a fun little break in their day. So there are other more personal things that you could be sharing on LinkedIn without bringing in, you know, that side to your personal life while keeping the two separate. Now let's move on to the third question that you want to ask to find out if LinkedIn is the right platform for you. And that is which platform can help you achieve your goals? So you also want to think about what are your goals with social media marketing? Now, if you want to become a thought leader in the B2B space within your industry, then LinkedIn really is a great place for you to be. Again, if you are B2B, if you are doing any sort of consultative sales, meaning it's kind of a long sales process, it really requires a lot of expertise, a lot of guidance, building strong relationships, LinkedIn's great. If you are a, you know, a single business owner, you provide a specific service, maybe you're a graphic designer and you are trying to get other business owner clients, 
or maybe you are an insurance agent and you want to provide insurance to commercial real estate developers. It's not just trying to reach big mega corporations, big businesses reaching big businesses. This can be anything from private, small private contractors to mega corporations can really leverage the power of LinkedIn. But again, it's really more focused on reaching other business owners, decision makers. So let's say that you are an insurance agent and you just want to reach people who need to insure their homes. LinkedIn actually could be good for you because it is a professional service that you're providing, but you're trying to reach more consumers. So maybe Facebook would be a better place for you if you're an insurance agent and you strictly want people's personal insurance needs. But um, let's also, like if you're a photographer, let's say you are a family photographer, okay? LinkedIn, probably not the best place for you. But if you are a commercial photographer and you like to take photographs of beautiful architecture and commercial buildings, LinkedIn would be perfect for you. So it's not necessarily about your job title that would make LinkedIn great for you. It's the type of work that you do, the type of customer that you're reaching, what are your goals, um, who's your ideal customer, you know, are they on the platform? What's the type of content that you like to share and fits your style? And what are your goals? So hopefully that helps you decide if LinkedIn is the right platform for you. I do want to share a few things that makes LinkedIn so incredibly unique and really special. Takes it above and beyond a lot of these other platforms. I did mention earlier publishing. So one of the things, the type of content that works really well on LinkedIn is long form content. And LinkedIn has a feature where you can basically write a blog post on LinkedIn. It's really cool. So when you go to write like a status update, you know, it's like share, write something or share a photo or something or a video. They have a button that says write an article. And it takes you to a special window that's kind of like writing a blog post all within LinkedIn. And it's really cool because it allows you to get some new eyeballs and some really great traction to your content. So if you are a B2B business and you create blog content, that could be a great way to get more eyeballs on your content within LinkedIn itself and really position yourself as a thought leader on LinkedIn. So the publishing tool, or now they call it write an article, is great. The other thing that's incredible on LinkedIn is groups. Groups is a great way to connect with you know, a group of your ideal customers or like-minded people. And the nice thing too is when you connect within a group, it's a lot easier to now make connections with the people in the group and kind of break the ice with them. And so that's another thing that makes you LinkedIn unique is that instead of like a friend request or following or likes, you have what's called a connection. And then you have first, second, and third level connections. So a first is, okay, we're connected. Like if you and I connect, now we're a first connection. Everyone in your network that you're directly connected to is now a second connection to me. And then it goes on to third and fourth and fifth. So that's the neat thing with LinkedIn is you can make connections with people. Once you've made a connection with them, now you can send them messages, you can contact them a lot easier. And LinkedIn has some really neat tools that allows you to search for people specific 
to job titles and industries and locations, which is so powerful. If you are trying to find, let's say you are trying to find vice presidents of marketing in Kansas City, Missouri, because you have a specific product and you know that they're the decision makers who would decide to buy that product for their team to use. So you can go into LinkedIn and you can do a search specifically for vice presidents of marketing in Kansas City, and you can see all the people. Now, LinkedIn gives you some limited search capability with your free account. So you can see like your first and second and third level connections, but sometimes they'll cap you out on a certain number of searches, but they do have additional features that you can pay for. So they have what's called a sales navigator, or you can get in a premium account it's a little pricey, uh, anywhere from like 30 to about $125 a month, depending on your plan. The beauty of it is it opens up the world and the network of LinkedIn to everybody. So now you can search for everyone on LinkedIn and you can send them private messages within the LinkedIn platform. And those tend to get a better open rate and response rate than just a cold email. If you have a wide group or a large group of your ideal customers who have profiles on LinkedIn, then it would definitely be worth your money to pay for that because, I mean, I can't think of a better lead generation tool than that. I mean, you just have this database right there of people who you're trying to reach. It's, It's really incredible what they have built for B2B business owners and to try and generate leads. Okay, so if you are not on LinkedIn, it can seem a little foreign when you're getting started. Or maybe you were on LinkedIn years and years ago, you created your profile and it's just sat dormant because you thought, well, I'm not looking for a job and you haven't touched it. So first thing I want you to do is create a personal profile on LinkedIn or go in and update your personal profile. And you can then just do everything you want to do with that personal profile. If it's just you, you're a small business owner, maybe you're a contractor, uh, you're a consultant or a coach, that's fine. You can do everything you need to do with your personal profile. If you're a larger company or you're part of a bigger business in a company, you're going to need a company page. And it's really easy to create a company page. Once you have your personal account set up, you can just go in and I think if you go under work, then you there's a button at the very bottom that says create a company page. It's really easy to do. Once you do that, then you can be posting either as your company or as your personal page. But you'll still want a personal page because that's really um, where you're going to want to be making the connections from and where you're going to want to be sending people messages from and sharing all your content because that really positions you as the expert. Now, again, if you are a marketer, and you are marketing on behalf of a company, then do everything from the company page. Or find, you know, if there's a CEO, then be posting content from the CEO's profile instead of that company page. When you are putting together your profile, don't use your job title. So a lot of people make this mistake because, you know, it's it's LinkedIn. It's kind of like a resume, right? So they put their name and they put their job title. But if you are a business and you're trying to get leads and you're trying to market yourself on LinkedIn, you want to make it more about your ideal customer and what you can provide them and less about yourself. Because if you think about it, your ideal customer is not coming to your LinkedIn profile. They don't care about your your resume. They don't 
care about, you know, what's your job title? What was, where did you work before this? Where did you go to school? Those things can help because it can help bridge connections. Maybe they went to the same school and it can um, give you guys something to talk about, but that's not really what they want to know the most. So don't use your job title in your name. Say who you serve. What do you do? Who do you help? That's the kind of thing that you want to put in there. You really want to position yourself as the expert. So few words about your customer, maybe who you help, how you help them. Then you want to create a summary. And that summary is going to be about three to five short paragraphs. Don't use a whole lot of jargon, industry jargon. Your customer doesn't care about that. Don't try and make it super over the top, fancy, professional. Just write it how you would speak. If you got your ideal customer on the phone or maybe you were sitting with them over coffee, just write it how you would explain to them over a casual conversation and then find a way to pepper in keywords naturally. You don't want it to sound like it was written by a robot to get triggered in keyword searches. You want it to be natural and easy. So hopefully that helps you when you're creating that profile. Oh, and the other thing, you can put in a few hashtags. When you set up your profile, I believe LinkedIn has just made a recent change where you don't have to put the hashtags within your summary. I think they now have a specific place just for hashtags and you can choose like two to three different hashtags. So think about, um, and it, it would be the same on your website. If you have a few keywords that you know that you try to use all over your website, it's going to be the same on your LinkedIn profile. Make sure you use those keywords within your summary and put them as hashtags as well on your profile. Okay, so now before I leave you guys, I want to talk about, I guess it's about perseverance with social media. Because what I see so often is that people will try a platform, let's say um, they'll listen to this podcast and say, okay, it's LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the platform. That's that's where I'm going to be. That's where I'm going to put all my focus. And what happens is they'll make two to three different posts. They're going to post pretty much to crickets at first, or maybe they'll get a couple likes, or chances are maybe they'll post 10 times and it'll be the same two or three people liking every single time. And after that, they typically think, okay, this isn't working. You know, I'm done. I'm moving on. Screw it. It's not going to work. I tried it. And, and sometimes too, they'll say, I tried everything and it just didn't work. Well, I have to say everything. You really tried everything. <laughs> um, and and I, I've committed the same <laughs> marketing crime. It's so common with business owners. We all do it. But what I want to say is once you've decided what your channel of focus is going to be, I want you to give yourself one full month at the very least, and I want you to commit to it. If you can, really try and push yourself to commit to three full months of actively posting on that channel. Because the thing is, these, these channels and the algorithms, what they want to see is consistency. Because they know, you know, these engineers that build these algorithms, they know that people are come all the time onto these platforms. They try it, they're hot and heavy for you know a week or two, and then they abandon it. And so what the platforms, they're not going to reward you for that. They want to reward the people who are there consistently, they're active on it, they're showing up day after day, and they're doing the work and they're using the platform. Those are the type of people, the heavy users, is who 
the algorithm wants to promote. So you need to give it time. You need to also be constantly sending those signals to the algorithm that I'm here. I'm going to keep showing up. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep posting content and keep engaging with other people as well. You know, in addition to posting your own content, be active on that platform, be liking other people's posts, be continuing to connect on LinkedIn, making connections with people. The more activity that you are um, doing on that platform, the better your results are going to be over time. But don't expect to have those results within one week. You can't go hot and heavy one week and then just expect everything to explode and get great results. And I also don't want you to compare yourself to others. That also is a trap that a lot of us fall into. So you may uh, hear a webinar of someone and they say, oh, I did XYZ on this platform and it just exploded and it was so great. And all you have to do is follow my formula and you're going to get XYZ results too. The problem is when you believe that, now you're comparing yourself to them and you can't compare your results to other businesses' results because you're not in the same place. You're not the same business. You don't have the same customers, the same audience, the same product, the same message. You're totally different. You're all unique little snowflakes. So you can't compare your results to the results of other people or the results that other people are telling you that they're experiencing. You need to compare your results to your own results. So if you post on LinkedIn and you make a post and it gets one like, and then maybe next week you make another post and now it gets two likes, well, you should rejoice because you just doubled your engagement. And, you know, I'm, I mean, let's be honest, you know, you're going to be sad because it's like, oh, I only got two likes. But can you reframe that into saying, okay, I got double the engagement on this post than I got last week. If you can keep doing that week after week, you keep doubling that engagement. Holy crap, where's your engagement going to be after a year? So you really need to have that long-term focus about your strategy. So that's what I kind of wanted to leave you with. Don't give up too soon. Give it one to three months of really committing to that platform and don't compare your results to other people's. Only compare to yourself. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful. If you did, if you could comment or like on whatever platform you're listening to it on, leave me a rating and a review. That would mean the absolute world to me. That would be so helpful. And make sure that you hit subscribe so that you get notified when the next episode gets released. Okay, well, I hope you guys have a great day and I will see you in the next episode. 